Welcome back to Reformed in Public. Please rate and review this podcast if you are enjoying it, if you are getting something out of it, uh, trying to grow the listeners both to edify more people and to promote the recently completed children's book, which I believe will help teach children virtue and uh, point them to truth. We continue now with the demonstration of the apostolic preaching by Irenaeus. And when Moses had finished his course, it was said to him by God, Get thee up into the mountain and die, for thou shalt not bring in my people into the land. So he died according to the word of the Lord, and Jesus, the son of Nun, succeeded him. He divided the Jordan and made the people to pass over into the land. And when he had overthrown and destroyed the seven races that dwelt therein, he assigned to the people the temporal Jerusalem, wherein David was king, and Solomon his son, who builded the temple to the name of God, according to the likeness of the tabernacle, which had been made by Moses after the pattern of the heavenly and spiritual things. Hither were the prophets sent by God through the Holy Spirit, and they instructed the people and turned them to the God of their fathers, the Almighty, and they became heralds of the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, declaring that from the posterity of David his flesh should blossom forth, that after the flesh he might be the son of David, who was the son of Abraham by a long succession. But according to the Spirit, Son of God, pre-existing with the Father, begotten before all the creation of the world, and at the end of the times appearing to all the world as man, the Word of God, gathering up in himself all things that are in heaven and that are on earth. So then he united man with God and established a community of union between God and man, since we could not in any other way participate in incorruption save by his coming among us. For so long as incorruption was invisible and unrevealed, It helped us not at all, therefore it became visible, that in all respects we might participate in the reception of incorruption, and because in the original formation of Adam all of us were tied and bound up with death through his disobedience, it was right that through the obedience of him who was made man for us, we should be released from death, and because death reigned over the flesh, it was right that through the flesh it should lose its force and let man go free from its oppression. So the word was made flesh, that through the very through that very flesh which sin had ruled and dominated, it should lose its force and be no longer in us. And therefore our Lord took that same original formation as his entry into flesh, so that he might draw near and contend on behalf of the fathers and conquer by Adam that which by Adam had stricken us down. 
Whence, then, is the substance of the first-formed man, from the will and wisdom of God, and from the virgin earth? For God had not sent rain, the scripture says, upon the earth, before man was made, and there was no man to till the earth. From this, then, whilst it was still virgin, God took dust of the earth, and formed the man, the beginning of mankind. So then the Lord, summing up afresh this man, took the same dispensation of entry into flesh, being born from the virgin by the will and wisdom of God, that he also should show forth the likeness of Adam's entry into flesh, and there should be that which was written in the beginning, man after the image and likeness of God. And just as through the disobedient virgin man was stricken down and fell into death, so through the virgin who was obedient to the word of God, man was reanimated and re received life received life for the lord came to seek again the sheep that was lost and man it was that was lost and for this cause there was not made some other formation but in that same which had its descent from adam he preserved the likeness of the first formation for it was necessary that Adam should be summed up in Christ, that mortality might be swallowed up and overwhelmed by immortality, and Eve summed up in Mary, that a virgin should be a virgin's intercessor, and by a virgin's obedience undo and put away the disobedience of a virgin, and the trespass which came by the tree was undone by the tree of obedience, when, hearkening unto God, the Son of Man was nailed to the tree, thereby putting away the knowledge of evil and bringing in and establishing the knowledge of good, now evil it is to disobey God, even as hearkening unto God is good, and for this cause the word spake by Isaiah the prophet, announcing beforehand that which was to come, for therefore are there for therefore are they prophets, because they proclaim what is to come. By him then spake the word thus I refuse not nor gainsay, I gave my back to scourging, and my cheeks to smiting, and my face I turned not away from the shame of spitting. So then, by the obedience wherewith he obeyed, even unto death, hanging on the tree, he put away the old disobedience which was wrought in the tree. Now, seeing that he is the word of God Almighty, who, in unseen wise, in our midst, is universally extended in all the world, and encompasses its length and breadth and height and depth, for by the word of God, the whole universe is ordered and disposed. The same. It is crucified, the Son of God, inscribed crosswise upon it all.
For it is right that he being made visible should set upon all things visible the sharing of his cross, that he might show his operation on visible things through a visible form. For he it is who illuminates the height that is the heavens and encompasses the deep which is beneath the earth and stretches and spreads out the length from east to west and steers across the breadth of north and south summoning all that are scattered in every quarter to the knowledge of the father moreover he fulfilled the promise made to abraham which god had promised him to make his seed as the stars of heaven for this Christ did, who was born of the virgin, who was of Abraham's seed, and constituted those who have faith in him. Lights in the world, and by the same faith with Abraham, justified the Gentiles. For Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. In like manner, we also are justified by faith in God. For the just shall live by faith. Now, not by the law is the promise to Abraham, but by faith. For Abraham was justified by faith, and for a righteous man the law is not made. In like manner we also are justified not by the law, but by faith, which is witnessed to in the law and in the prophets, whom the word of God presents to us. And he fulfilled the promise to David, for to him God had promised that of the fruit of his body he would raise up an eternal king, whose kingdom should have no end. And this king is Christ, the Son of God, who became the Son of Man, that is, who became the fruit of that virgin who had her descent from David. And for this cause the promise was of the fruit of thy body, that he might declare the peculiar uniqueness of him who was the fruit of the virgin body that was of David, even of him who was king over the house of David, and of whose kingdom there shall be no end. Thus then he gloriously achieved our redemption, and fulfilled the promise of the fathers, and abolished the old disobedience. The Son of God became the Son of David and Son of Abraham, perfecting and summoning up this in himself, that he might make us to possess life. The word of God was made flesh by the dispensation of the virgin to abolish death and make man live. For we were imprisoned by sin, being born in sinfulness and living under death. But God the Father was very merciful. He sent his creative word who in coming to deliver us came to the very place and spot in which we had lost life and break the bonds of our fetters. And his light appeared and made the darkness of the prison disappear and hallowed our birth and destroyed death, loosing the same loosing those same fetters in which we were enchained and he manifested the resurrection himself becoming the first begotten of the dead and in himself raising up man that was fallen lifting him up far above the heaven to the right hand of the glory of the father even as God promised by the prophet, saying, And I will raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen, that is the flesh, 
that was from David, and his, our Lord Jesus Christ, truly fulfilled when he gloriously achieved our redemption, that he might truly raise us up, setting us free unto the Father. And if any man will not receive his birth from a virgin, how shall he receive his resurrection from the dead? For it is nothing wonderful and astonishing and extraordinary if one who was not born rose from the dead. Nay, indeed, we cannot speak of a resurrection of him who came unto being without birth, For one who is unborn and immortal, and has not undergone birth, will also not undergo death. For he who took not the beginning of man, how could he receive his his end? Now, if he was not born, neither did he die. And if he died not, neither did he rise from the dead. And if he rose not from the dead, neither did he vanquish death and bring its reign to naught. And if death and being not vanquished, how can we ascend to life, who from the beginning have fallen unto death? So then those who take away redemption from man, est proprium viri gerentis ut etc. Almost the same words are found in... So then, those who take away redemption from man and believe not God that he will raise them from the dead, these also despise the birth of our Lord, which he underwent on our behalf, that the word of God should be made flesh in order that he might manifest the resurrection of the flesh and might have preeminence over all things in the heavens as the firstborn and eldest offspring of the thought of the Father, the word fulfilling all things and himself guiding and ruling upon earth. For he was the virgin's firstborn, a just and holy man, one hundred a just and holy man, God-fearing good, well-pleasing to God, perfect in all ways, and delivering from hell all who follow after him. For he himself was the first begotten of the dead, the prince and author of life unto God. Thus, then, the word of God in all things hath preeminence, for that he is true man and wonderful counselor and mighty God, calling men anew to fellowship with God, that by fellowship with him we may partake of incorruption. So then, he who was proclaimed by the law through Moses and by the prophets of the Most High and Almighty God, as Son of the Father of all, he from whom all things are, who spake, he who spake with Moses, he came into Judea, generated from God by the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary, even of her who was of the seed of David and of Abraham, Jesus the anointed of God, showing himself to be the one who was proclaimed beforehand by the prophets. And his forerunner was John the Baptist, who prepared and made ready the people beforehand for the reception of the word of life, declaring that he was the Christ on whom the Spirit of God rested, mingling with his flesh his disciples, the witnesses of all his good deeds, 
and of his teachings and his sufferings and death and resurrection, and of his ascension into heaven after his bodily resurrection, these were the apostles who, after receiving the power of the Holy Spirit, were sent forth by him into all the world and wrought the calling of the Gentiles, showing to mankind the way of life to turn them from idols and fornication and covetousness cleansing their souls and bodies by the baptism of water and of the holy spirit which holy spirit they had received of the lord and they distributed and imparted it to them that believed and thus they ordered and established the churches by faith and love and hope they established that which was foretold by the prophets, the calling of the Gentiles according to the mercy of God which was extended. By faith and love and hope they established that which was foretold by the prophets, the calling of the Gentiles according to the mercy of God which was extended to them bringing it to light through the ministration of their service and admitting them to the promise of the fathers to wit that to those who thus believed in and loved the lord and continued in holiness and righteousness and patient endurance the god of all had promised to grant eternal life by the resurrection of the dead through him who died and rose again Jesus Christ, to whom he has delivered over the kingdom of all existing things, and the rule of quick and dead, and also the judgment, and they counseled them by the word of truth to keep their flesh undefiled unto the resurrection, and their soul unstained.